0: Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June 2024. Good luck.
1: ES Audio From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. The long-awaited £19 billion Elizabeth line will finally start running through central London later this month. Despite falling years behind schedule and going billions over budget, Transport for London says Crossrail will add 10% capacity to the capital's travel network. But the central section will close on Sundays for several months to allow further testing and upgrades. Construction of Crossrail began in May 2009 when the then Prime Minister Gordon Brown and then Mayor of London Boris Johnson oversaw the start of piling work at Canary Wharf station. To find out more about the significance of TfL's announcement, we're joined by the Evening Standard City Hall editor, Ross Lydell. Ross, you've been reporting on the highs and lows of the Crossrail programme for many years. What's today's announcement all about? It's been a long time coming. Fantastic news.
0: We now have an opening date for Crossrail. It's going to be Tuesday, May the 24th. I've been writing about Crossrail for about 25 years now, ever since I came to London to start my sort of journalism career. And uh, it's one of these stories that's been
1: an eternal headache and at last it seems that relief is on the way. And so this isn't the whole line and also won't include Bond Street. Could you tell us a bit more about the particular section? The new bit is the bit between Paddington and Abbey
0: Wood and that goes via Liverpool Street, Whitechapel, And Canary Wharf, and that's the sexy new bit that will be open on the 24th of May, and that will basically mean that you can go from Paddington direct to Canary Wharf in 17 minutes.
1: Is there any significance as to why they've chosen the 24th of May? I did ask that. I had a quick check on the diary because the speculation was initially that TFL
0: would look to open it on the Sunday or the Monday of the week of the Queen's platinum jubilee celebrations which would have meant the 29th or the 30th of may and that's always a good time as well because it's a half term school holiday and tfl does a form at launching big projects such as the ulez or ulez extension at half term when things are less busy but what i was told today was that they went for the tuesday primarily because they now accept that people go to work much more on a Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday so they didn't want to do it on the Monday simply because there'd be fewer Londoners around to enjoy it so they went for Tuesday instead to maximise the
1: benefit if you like and to give more people the chance to have a ride on these trains on day one. You've been one of the lucky few to get an advanced ride on crossrail how does the ride compare to other lines? That's right this was back in January when uh, the Standard was invited to
0: join TFL Commissioner Andy Byford and the Mayor Sadiq Khan to go between Paddington and we went to Liverpool Street and we were there in about 10 minutes Uh, The thing you notice most is the stations rather than the trains. The stations are quite astonishing. They're so big. uh, And these trains are very long as well. These are nine carriage trains. And they're almost as long as, say, a Eurostar train. They're not quite as sexy as a Eurostar train. Uh, They do go very fast. Uh, They're probably most like a Thameslink train. And the thing you notice in this central section as well is that you're in a tunnel all the time. So it's almost like the Victoria Line, except two or three times the size so you see no daylight in this central section but you certainly whiz along and it's a very smooth ride and uh, very big trains walk through trains as well so lots of space but i think it's really the stations that are going to leave people you know open-eyed open mouthed just astonished
1: at what's happened underground you know it's taken a decade and more to get there but it really has been something worth waiting for And you've also had a peek behind the scenes in the control centre. What was that like? Yesterday, we got the chance to go and look at the control centre, the Crossrail Control Centre,
0: which is uh, in Romford. At the end of Platform 2 at Romford Station, there is a security gate. You wait there for somebody to come and fetch you. You walk along in about five minutes' walk. You then come to a fairly anonymous three-storey building. And deep within that, there are lots of people looking very seriously at computer screens, essentially running the entire crossrail railway and also keeping an eye on the trains from the east and the west as well, the other lines, the other operators that overlap and come into Paddington and Liverpool Street too. What's quite astonishing there is that it only takes one person to oversee the entire crossrail rail train track if you like Um, if things go wrong then others join in and help but this system largely runs itself they check for sort of power outages they check for anything unusual happening trains getting stuck the more common things that go wrong are say the passenger doors not opening properly but we have there one man four screens one large computer and he can oversee the entire line at any one
1: time and just keep
0: an eye that it's all taking over very nicely
1: And finally, it looks very shiny, but also very expensive to run. What's your thought on the potential for those awful future fare increases? Fares will be set again by the Mayor, and that will be
0: around Christmas time. The latest TfL bailout from the government required it to raise fares by the RPI rate of interest plus 1%. Now, that is based on the July RPI rate and obviously the most recent figures were around 8-9% for RPI. So technically there's a possibility of a 10% rise in fails if we stick to that formula. However, I think it's very unlikely that the government would allow that to happen and they would have to somehow modify the formula used to set fails because this year fails went up around sort of 4% and you can't really imagine fails being allowed to rise by more than 5%. In terms of the damage that would do just to the average Londoner cost of living, I just don't think that would be feasible and it may be accompanied by more cuts. The good news for TfL, of course, would be that when Crossrail opens, it should bring in more money. Many passengers will switch from the central line onto Crossrail at no extra cost. The fares will be pegged to the same prices according to Contactless and Oyster and so on, but it could encourage more people to come in, could encourage more lesser journeys, but also it could, what TfL hopes is, it'll actually encourage more people to come back to the office now. They have a shiny new, big, safe transport system to use. You know, it's much better ventilated in the tube, and if you want to come back into the office now but have been reluctant to do so because you don't want to get squashed again on the central line, then Crossrail is a fantastic alternative.
1: more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back on Thursday at 4pm. Hi,
0: I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium